Carry on my wayward son. There'll be a podcast when you are done. No, no, no. My wayward son. My wayward listeners. Uh, Don't listen to that. The podcast is here right now. You don't have to carry on. It's happening right under your noses. Um, Your big, beautiful, scent-sniffing noses. Uh, What a show we have today. Um, This is interesting. Uh, We're going to be talking about the zoo and things you do at the zoo. I had kind of some special treatment at the zoo, and I met a friend at the zoo. And uh, later on in the show, one of the critters from the zoo will be coming on the show. He'll be in studio And uh, that should be a a fun visit. We're going to be talking about getting old. What happens to you and your body and your mind and your teeth when you get old? Do you just give up or do you try to stay pretty the way I do? Um, We're going to be talking about uh, a famous American landmark, Old Faithful. We're going to be talking about women's PMS, which is kind of the same as Old Faithful. It goes off regularly. And Cinnamon Boy's going to be here. Oh, my God. I haven't heard from that guy for a while, but he's going to be here. And so are you right here on the Harland Highway. <laughs> you just made a wrong turn. Would you kindly shut your mouth? Onto the Harland Highway. Oh, it's lovely. It's just lovely. The Harland Highway. Hi, Harland. I'm Teddy Ruxpin, and I'm your friend. Riding down the Harland Highway. I'm not your daddy. Hey, everybody. You are rolling on the Harland Highway. And, uh, you know, I'm in the entertainment industry. I travel around the country and do movies and get to uh, work at comedy clubs and theaters and whatnot. And every now and then... I get a perk, you know, we all get perks somewhere, somehow, but I I, I got one last week, I was in Cincinnati, doing a comedy venue, and one of the locals happened to be a kind-hearted lady who worked at the local zoo, and invited me to go behind the scenes with her, and see the inner workings of the zoo and get up close and personal with the animals, mammals, insects, birds, reptiles, etc. And what a treat, man. I actually got to go behind the scenes and hang out with manatees. Okay? Now, I don't know if any of you folks have ever hung out with a group of manatees. I mean, okay, fair enough. Some of you might be in Weight Watchers and you've been to a fat camp or something. But I tell you, manatees are the most gentle, loving, graceful, little, they're not so little, giant characters I've ever met. I I went home and threw my Winnie the Pooh doll in the garbage. I'm like, move over, player. Manatee in the hizzle. I mean, these things were like letting me feed them and rolling over on their back in the water and let me petting their bellies and... You know, rubbing their faces and petting them on the head. Unbelievable. That, that to me, is a perk. You know, so, some people think a perk is getting a free pair of Nikes or 
some guy at a bar sends you a bottle of Cristal or the waiter comps your meal. Sure, we've all had that, right? But when you get to go in and rub on a manatee, baby, come on, that's perk time, okay? I mean, they took me in to see the elephants and the lizards and the bugs and, you know, the rhinos. Fun stuff, but feeding a manatee cabbage? Oh, God. That's like tossing a fat kid into a box of Twinkies, man. It's like, it's unreal. And they got these these little sandy mouths, these tongues. It's like they, they, they grind on your hand as you're feeding them, and it feels like they're exfoliating your skin. They're actually scraping the dead skin cells off. So for those of you that are into uh, face peels or masks or exfoliation, buy yourself a manatee, man, and just cover yourself in salad dressing and let that thing suck you clean, man. It'll take years off your life having your own manatee. I mean, it was a treat. It was a treat. I love that manatee. I, I mean, I'm, we're going to dinner tonight. I got reservations over at Arby's, man. We're going to shut that place down. Because <laughs> that little manatee can eat, baby. Oh, yeah. Look for me at your nearest Arby's. You're driving down the Harland Highway. I'll be the one there with the toothless walrus, the old manatee. Oh, yeah. And uh, speaking of losing your teeth, does any any of you out there, do you worry about that as you get older? I think your whole life you kind of take your teeth for granted, right? They're nestled in there in your uh, jawbone and your skull. They're embedded in your skull. <laughs> Right, but did you ever uh, think of the day when maybe you get older and maybe your teeth really aren't your friend anymore? Like maybe you know they're rotten or they're just they don't function right or they just get loose or they come out. You know, you see people as they get older. You know, a lot of them their teeth just go to hell. I mean, you you look at some of those senators when they do the uh, the uh, hearings up on Capitol Hill. Some of those senators that look like they're older than Mount Rushmore, and they're up there like, now, would the, would the, would the, the gentleman from uh, Tennessee please explain uh, why uh, the uh, finances of his state are in uh, such turmoil? Would you please explain that for us? And you look at the guy's mouth, and it's, it looks like, uh, I don't know, man. It just looks like a rotten, like some kind of creature from a David Lynch movie or something, right? Like the teeth are kind of crooked, and they're black, and every now and then you get a glimpse at them, and they're kind of like really long. Like they look longer than what teeth should be. Like I guess the gums have receded, and... You know, or that Andy Rooney guy on uh, 60 Minutes. Oh, my God, that guy's teeth. It looks like the, the mummy from Egypt sleeps in his mouth. You know? And, and you probably get to thinking when you see these old guys, they're like, in their head, they're probably like, well, you know what? I'm on, I'm already 87, so... I probably at the most have like three, four, maybe ten years left. So I'll be damned if I'm gonna 
put my bumpy old ass in a dentist chair and get needles and drills and hell, I can't take my teeth with me, so screw it, man. I'm just going to let them suckers go. Right? Because when you get old, when you get to a certain point, do you, do you care anymore? It's not like when you're in your 30s or your 40s and, you you know, you've still got some years ahead of you and you're like, oh, I'm looking a little heavy or my skin could use a little help or my teeth, you know, maybe I could get them straightened, you know. I'm, I've still got 20, 30 years here, right? But uh, maybe once you get over a certain hump, you just, uh, you just stop caring about it. Like, hey, give me some uh, sugar, and I'm gonna. I got a salt lick out in the backyard, and uh, you know when I'm sitting there watching TV, I like to chew on a lead pipe. I just like to. I like to feel a lead in my teeth, and sometimes when I'm driving, I like to peel batteries open with my teeth and just suck on the battery. Yeah, I'm not that worried about my teeth no more. <laughs> wow, yeah. And sometimes, uh, you know, people just get them yanked. Some people have their teeth just pulled out, so it's all gums. And uh, some people get that thing where, uh, have you seen that procedure where they, they pull your teeth out and then they put, like, like uh, screw holes up in the bones of where your teeth were, all right? They put them in your jaw, your lower jawbone and up in the roof of your skull where your teeth were, and they put little holes, and then they screw the new teeth in like a light bulb, one by one. Ooh, that feels good. Somebody got a cob of corn I can chew on, or maybe a, a two-by-four. Can you imagine having uh, bolts put up into your skull and then teeth screwed in? Wow. I'd probably get uh, other stuff screwed in, like a Swiss Army knife, right? I'd have like a little pair of scissors screwed in and a can opener and a nail file and a toothpick and a nail clipper just to have a full utility mouth. Excuse me while I trim my nails. I see you having trouble with that can of beans over there. Here, hand me that. Let me just get that in my mouth here. There you go. Enjoy your beans, boy. Yeah, what point do you just give up? What point do you just stop worrying about being fat? Have you thought about that when you get old? I've I've thought about maybe when I get really old, I'll finally try all the uh, hallucinogenics that I was too scared to do as a kid. You know, maybe I'll finally get pumped up on ecstasy and acid and coke. It's like, I ain't got nothing to lose now. <laughs> I mean, my life's pretty crappy. I kind of wobble around and my bones ache and my joints hurt and my... Mine's getting kind of forgetful, and yee-haw, let's party, man. Who cares if I wake up from this party? <laughs> right? Just food for thought. Um, 
So there you go. Take a bite out of that. Swish it around in your mouth and see how you feel. Call me in the morning. (laughs) Well, leave it up to modern science to create a pill that completely puts an end to a woman having her period. Yes, I know. It's... It's a graphic topic of discussion, but it's part of life. It's part of the human biology, people. Women have periods once a month. But apparently this new pill would eliminate that. Um, is this a good idea or a bad idea? I mean, it's kind of like building a dam across a river. You know, you can hold the water back for so long, but one day... That dam's going to blow. And no offense, ladies, but once a month with the PMS, you know, it can be rough on us dudes, okay? It can be hard to handle the mood swings and the uh, flashes and the cravings and the psychotic behavior and the axe murdering and the chainsaws and the landmines. You know, you know this typical fare. So my concern about a pill that puts the kibosh on the monthly period is, where does the period go? Okay, is it hiding behind the couch? Is it there in the forest? Is it up in the clouds? No! It's still inside you, ladies, building up, waiting. Like a storm front, like the perfect storm. I don't know... If us men want to be there, when it all comes out at once, all that energy, all those mood swings, all that pent-up whatever it is you go through, would be like a super PMS. Be like a PMS Katrina. Wiping out the levees. Tearing the boyfriend apart. Dismembering the husband. Destroying any man in its path. I don't know, man. Or maybe it's a good thing. Maybe it's gone forever. The PMS gone. Extinct like the passenger pigeon. And the the turquoise rhino. And the spotted Tasmanian fur seal. The period now on the extinct list. Hooray! I won't count my blessings. I'll, I'll, I'll wait and see on this one, people. Okay? Let's see what happens. What's next? They invent a pill that uh, makes men not horny? I doubt it. You know, and something made me think of this, uh, you know, doing that piece, is I was recently at um, Old Faithful. Anybody ever been to Old Faithful in Yellowstone Park? I mean, I think millions of people go there every year. Um, And in a way, a girl's period is like Old Faithful, right? Like, they always come along once a month, guaranteed. It's a lot of stuff building up, and then... Right? Except with Old Faithful, when it's done, you go in the gift shop and you get yourself some gum or a bag of chips. After the period, it's like, oh, what the hell just happened? What what was she talking about? 
Um, but Old Faithful, kind of a cool uh, phenomenon in nature. Uh, and this is what happened. It's kind of like the focal point of Yellowstone Park. And uh, what happens is, I guess, uh, on a regular basis, and maybe that's why they call it Old Faithful, approximately every hour and a half to every hour, 35, 40 minutes, this geyser erupts from the uh, Earth's crust, and uh, Old Faithful spews a giant jet of water up into the air. It lasts for about, I don't know, maybe a minute, minute and a half. And it looks like a whale uh, shooting water out of its blowhole. And uh, it's a pretty steady stream. And it starts, uh, you're kind of sitting there with hundreds of people, maybe thousands of people gathered around this, this hole in the ground. They've got benches set up, and they've got viewing areas, and it just goes all the way around it. They they make a pretty wide circle around it. Everybody's probably about, I don't know, 100 feet back, maybe 80 feet back. And, uh, and all these people, Chinese, white, black, Asian, Portuguese, everything. Everybody's there. And everyone's got their camera, and everyone's just kind of sitting there. And there's people that get there early, so they're right up front, and they sit there for an hour and a half. I'm going to see it first. I'm going to see it first. I'm going to be right up front. It's going to be like being at a Hall & Oates concert. I'll be right up front. Um, And then all of a sudden, sure enough, right on cue, the ground starts percolating. It looks like a coffee pot making some coffee. And it's like... And it just kind of spurts up a little, and and everyone in the crowd goes, ooh. You know, like when you're in a big building or something, and the power goes out, and suddenly everyone turns into a caveman or a cave person like they've never seen darkness. It's like the lights go out, and everyone's like, ooh, ooh, funny light, go away. And then when the lights come back on, everyone's like, oh, hey, and everyone claps for the lights coming on. Well, that's what it's kind of like at Old Faithful. People are like, ooh, so a little, little spurt comes out, a little teaser, and then that kind of goes away for like a minute, and people are like, oh, my God, did you see that little spurt? It's coming. The big one's coming. It's almost like watching, I hate to say it, it's almost like watching planet Earth have a big orgasm. And everyone's there with it, just standing around like a bunch of fluffers. Fluffers with cameras and shirts that say, I love Yellowstone. So the ground starts spurting a little, and then all of a sudden it's like this big buildup, and then it's just like, uh, uh, And it's spurting up in the air, and there's spray going everywhere. And I mean, that sucker probably shoots about 100 feet in the air, man. And everyone's just standing around. Ooh, ah, water. And then it goes away, and everyone just kind of silently looks around like, um, uh, uh, okay, uh, what, what do we do now? What? There's, um, uh, we saw water spurting. Um, okay. Um, right. It's just kind of that, that weird moment. Like when a movie ends, 
and you're sitting in the theater and you're kind of in your seat and you're like, uh, um, do I wait for the credits or do I, maybe there's a blooper reel or, um, should I get up? The people beside me aren't getting up. So I'll kind of half get up and then sit back down and yeah, I guess I'll go. That's, that's what it's like after uh, old faithful. But it would be funny if the Earth, the planet Earth, Mother Earth, with all her wondrous ways, just somehow managed to, through some pores or some holes in the ground, with all the air rushing under there and the gases and everything else that causes the eruption. It would just be so fun if, if somehow planet Earth manufactured a, uh, a uh, you know, orgasmic groan after the fact, you know. Old Faithful goes off, and then somehow this noise comes up, and you just hear Earth going, oh, 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 God. <laughs> right? I don't know. Is that too sexual? Would Would they shut the place down? Would Old Faithful be too dirty? It's just water, folks. Oh God! Way to way, way to wreck a national uh, monument, Williams. Way to uh, way to way to gungy up Mother Nature at her purest, at her finest. Well, why you gotta go there, dude? I don't know, man. I was just like looking for something funny to say. Yeah, well, sometimes you know, getting a little blue, a little dirty, isn't funny. Okay. Okay, man. I, I'll watch that in the future. Yeah. Well, too late. You ruined. A national monument, sort of, whatever it is. You don't even know what it is, ass. Oh, brother. Come here, let me I'm gonna let me take you outside. I gotta talk to you. Um I'm like you, dude. Okay, well let's go step in the bathroom. I wanna talk to you in the mirror. Whatever. Alright, I, I gotta go talk to myself, try and clean it up here. And we'll be right back here on the Harland Highway. Mom, mm-hmm. I've got to ask you something real personal. Mm-hmm. Do you douche? I sure do. But only with Massengill vinegar and water. Why Massengill vinegar and water? That's what my doctor recommends. For a naturally fresh feeling, only Massengill has two vinegar and water douches. Pure, extra mild, and extra cleansing when you need it. You'll see how clean and fresh Massengill makes you feel. Massingale, trusted by more women than any other brand. Welcome back to the Harland Highway, everybody. Hang on, there's the door. Come on in. Hi, I'm Cinnamon Boy. Oh, brother, what are you doing here? I'm Cinnamon Boy, and I love cinnamon. Yeah, I know you love cinnamon. Who gives a flying? Well, I do. Mm-hmm. Sure do. Uh-huh. That's why they call me Cinnamon Boy, because I love cinnamon. Okay, take it easy, kid. I can't take it easy when the smell of cinnamon's in the air. Well, what do you want here? I came to tell everyone about my barbecue. Wait a minute, you're having a barbecue? Yep, sure am. Mm-hmm. It's going to be delish. What are you going to barbecue? Cinnamon! Oh, come on, you can't barbecue cinnamon, idiot. Oh, yeah? You want to see? Come to my house for the cinnamon barbecue, because I'm Cinnamon Boy, and I love cinnamon! Get out of here! 
idiot. Barbecuing cinnamon. What kind of dumbass are you? I'm a cinnamon dumbass, and I love dumbass cinnamon. Out. What a freak. I would never go to a barbecue or a function of any kind or a dinner or a lunch or a brunch with that idiot. Why not? They serve cinnamon at brunch over at Denny's. Get out of here. You stink. Like cinnamon? Yeah, like cinnamon. Get out of here. I'm sorry you have to hear that idiot, people. What a... Have your own barbecue. With cinnamon! With Get out! With your own meats and fun things and... Oh, what a dork. Cinnamon dork! Get out! It's Harlan Williams here on the Harlan Highway. Don't let that idiot back in here. God! Oh, what a pain in the ass that kid is. Jerk! Kid loves cinnamon. Cinnamon boy. What a dillweed. Um, uh, in the show earlier, I was talking about going to the zoo and hanging out with the manatees. I got to go behind the scenes at the zoo in Cincinnati. And I thought, heck, man, why not just bring the manatee in and, uh, you know, have a talk with them here and let people learn about manatees uh, from the source. So uh, here he is. Uh, Hey, what's up, manatee? Hello. Uh, So that was fun. When I went to the zoo and I got to, you know, feed you. Yes, that was delicious. Um, what was it I was feeding you? Was it cabbage? It was sweet potato. Oh, sweet potato. And you eat, like, lettuce, right? Yes, romaine lettuce. It's delicious. Um, so, what what were you thinking when I walked up on the tank and I was started feeding you and... I thought, who is this freak? <laughs> Why are you laughing? Oh, you made a joke. Not really, you're a freak. Okay, now, um... I noticed you let me rub your belly. You rolled over in the water and let me rub your belly. Yeah, I was just rolling over. I didn't want you to rub my belly. What, what, what are you talking about? Well, you've clearly you fondled me. I didn't. I didn't fondle you. You rolled over and exposed your underside. Uh, an invitation for me to to uh, you know stroke your stomach. I clearly did not ask you to touch my stomach. You you pervert. Wait a minute. You touched me inappropriately. No, I did. I was rubbing your stomach. Yes, well, nobody rubs my stomach unless I invite them to. Oh, come on, manatee. Unbelievable. Now, what what, what are manatees? What do you think we are? Well, I gotta say, you look like, you know, you look like a walrus that kind of had your teeth pulled out or something. How dare you, sir? Well, I'm just, you know, I'm trying to describe to people what you look like. We are sea cows, and we swim around in the swamplands in Florida. You're a sea cow? Yes. What what, what do you mean? Where's the cow thing come in? Well, look at me, man. I'm not a raccoon. I'm a fat pig. Okay. Well, you are rather large. I'm a fat pig. I'm a cow. Well, can you moo? What do you mean? Well, you said you're a, a sea cow. Well, no, I'm not going to moo. 
Well, why not? You're a sea cow. You want to try? Not really. Come on, moo. Well, okay. Moo. Moo. Now, you can do better than that. Guttural, do it from from your belly. Nice. Oh, that felt good. <laughs> Very good. That was really cool. I did it again. <laughs> hey, how about we see if I can create some milk? What are you talking about? Well, you said I'm a sea cow. If I can moo, I can probably make some milk. Okay, t- time to go. Wait, wait a minute. How about a nice cold glass of sea cow milk? You out of here. Wait, well, how about some milk and some sweet potato? Out of here. This interview's over. Enjoy the music here on the Harland Highway. Come on, rub my belly again. Let's make some milk. Out of here. Oh, yes. We are out of here. Uh, boy, just in time, too. Do not want to see a sea cow milk squirting all over my studio here at the Harland Highway. Good time to close up shop. Uh, hope you had a great time here today. Sorry about Cinnamon Boy. Ugh, someone assassinate that freak. Um, quick little announcement here. Uh, I will be doing stand-up comedy live in San Francisco Saturday, September 4th at the Herbs Theater. Uh, please get your tickets ahead of time as they are moving fast. You can go to uh, cityboxoffice.com or you can call 415-392-4400. Great Saturday night out. Be like over uh, an hour and a half of stand-up comedy and intermission and then another hour of sketch and improv comedy. It's going to be a riot. It's rare that the two uh, disciplines in comedy meet, stand-up and uh, improv. But I'm bringing them both to you people and in a gorgeous theater setting. This theater is unbelievable. It it looks like the theater that Lincoln was assassinated in. Yeah, great selling point, Harlan, but you're going to love it. So cityboxoffice.com, the Herbs Theater, San Francisco, September 4th. It's a Saturday night. Hope to see you there, man. And if you can't make it, tell your friends on the West Coast. And until next time, watch out for sea cows and chicken chow main, baby. Come on, how about some milk, huh? My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. Boys to the yard. Boys to the yard. My milkshake brings all the boys. Yeah.